Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host, Melina. And if you follow me on Instagram at Unbreakable Latina, which I hope you do if you have Instagram, um, I hit 10K in podcast listens. And I know it doesn't seem like a lot to some people, but to me, it's huge. Like I've said in previous episodes, I'm sure que parezco disco rayado, pero... Me siento muy excited. <laughs> I am so excited and I can't believe it and the numbers just keep going up. And I know it doesn't really matter um, in numbers wise, but it's great. It's great to like um, get messages from people and they tell me that Spotify suggested my podcast and I'm like, whoa, like me like, suggested my podcast and it's just unbelievable. And um, this week... So because of the 10K, I do want to do a giveaway. Haven't really thought about what I want to do, but I'll do it on my Instagram. And between, probably by the end of this week, I'll decide what I'm going to do. And then um, give a do a giveaway. And I ordered some stickers that, with my logo. And it says Unbreakable Latina Podcast. So it's perfect for like your Hydro Flask or your laptop. So I'll be giving some of those away. And just promoting the podcast. And thank you guys so much for sharing. You guys are amazing. Like, I think that most of my audience did come from TikTok. And I remember my sister and my friend Vidi kept telling me, you need to make TikToks. And and at first I was like, oh, no, that's so cringy. Like, I don't want to do that. But the more I started doing them, the more I got comfortable. And like I said, well, I didn't say it, but I've read it before. A comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows from there. So stepping out of your comfort zone just makes you grow. And then connecting with so many people that um, felt the same way, like maybe I'm not good enough for TikTok, maybe like my stuff's not relatable, but then like people are relating to my content and it's insane and I love it. And if you're listening to this on Monday, I hope that your weekend and your week was amazing. I had a great week. Um, work was really busy, but it was way better than the crappy week I had the week before. I felt heard, maybe not fully at work, but, you know, th- things were way better this week. And I do expect to have a pretty busy week this week, but estamos echando ganas. That's all that matters. And a job is just a job. It doesn't define me. Um, the podcast is my passion. That's what I really want to do in life. And every day it becomes more clear to me that I don't want to be that career girl that I used to want to be. Like in the, in the sense of like working a corporate job and like having like a manager title. Like that was my, my goal. And now I'm just like, no, like that's not what I want to do. It doesn't bring me joy. It doesn't bring me happiness. The podcast brings me happiness and this community brings me happiness and relating with other people. Like my job, I'm so thankful for it and I am blessed and I get paid good money for what I do, but it doesn't fulfill me. And for a long time, I haven't felt fulfilled until I started this So 
it's funny how life happens and sometimes things get tough, but then you realize why they got tough. It's for you to learn a lesson. And I'm a huge believer on things happen for a reason. And I believe that everything that I've been through has been for a reason. And I never thought that I was going to be like a voice that people can relate to. But here I am connecting with people that are just like me, that make me feel like I'm not alone. And I appreciate you guys so much. So for me, like I said, this podcast has changed my life so much. And it's just the beginning. It really is just the beginning. Like my ideas, like when I'm, I don't know, like my brain's just going crazy all the time. Like now I'm like, oh shoot, I need to write this down. And I'm not the most organized person like I am organized but I don't like plan out my stuff like literally (laughs) I had thoughts about what I wanted to record today and it just kept changing and like it's just I'm more on the fly I know that's probably not the doesn't work the best for everybody but for me it does and I love it because I feel suddenly inspired if I see something if I hear something if something happens in my life and I feel like that's what makes it authentic anyways enough about my rant on the podcast. Um, this weekend I relaxed, I cleaned, I caught up. Um, I was so tired from Vegas. I don't even know how I recorded the last episode, but I was so tired. I had laundry, my suitcase was still packed and that's not like me, but I was dead tired. Like your girl can't party anymore. Like I used to. I spent the weekend hanging out with my mom and we went to a family friend's baby shower And when we got there, like, I hadn't really, um, had any lunch, so I was really hungry. I just had breakfast, and I remember when we were younger, my mom used to be, like, cuando vamos a casa ajena, like, dicen que no tienen hambre porque ya les de comer, like, she would always be like, oh, no, no tengo hambre, I'm okay, thank you. But as I grew older, (laughs) I am not shy. Like, if someone says, like, oh, there's food right there, like, if I just sat down and I just got there, I mean, I do say hi to everybody first porque tienes que saludar a toda la gente. But um, when we got there, my mom's comadre was like, oh, hay tacos, comadre. My mom's like, oh, sí, ahorita. And I'm like, no, que ahorita, ahorita. (laughs) So I got up and I'm like, come on, mom, let's go get tacos. She's like, hi, like, relax. Like, we just got here. And I'm like, no, like, I'm freaking hungry. So ain't no shame in my game. I had like six tacos y una quesadilla and they were so fire. Like I text my friend Amanda and I was like, dude, can we just host a party and have a taco lady? Like I I don't know. I don't know what we're celebrating, but let's just do it. Like they were so good. I haven't had good tacos like that in a long time. They're hard to find around here. I am so excited to have sunlight when I get off of work now. My coworker and I, last summer, we used to go hiking all the time after work, at least twice a week. So I told him the other day, I'm like, dude, you better bring your clothes because we're going to go hiking. It's just such a great thing to do after work because you de-stress, just like the gym is. But lately, the gym's been really busy and I hate it. And I've actually started looking into Pilates club, Pilates Studios and I ordered my little socks, so I'm going to try one soon. I get one free class locally uh, at this Pilates studio by my job, and hopefully I like it. I've never done Pilates, so if you have, send me some tips because I probably am going to embarrass myself and might break a bone. I'm just kidding. So recently, I was called a spicy Latina, 
and it's not the first time that someone has called me that. And at first, um, I didn't find it offensive because I've heard it so much and it's something that I grew up with. But then, like, reflecting back and I kept thinking about it and I was like, wait, well, why am I spicy? Just because I stand up for something, I speak up. So for the record, I am Latina, but I am not spicy, in case you were wondering. Um, this stereotype just sexualizes us as Latinas and it places us in a category of women who are loud, hot-headed, seductive. And I feel like the media has always made us look this way. Like if I could think at the top of my head, I could think of a character and I think of um, on Modern Family, Sofia Vergara. I forgot what her character name is, but she's the Latina that's feisty, that has curves, that is sexy, has long hair. Like it's a look. It's a look. The spicy Latina is always a look. And I never, um, like I said, I never really thought about it until I started digging a little more because I was slightly offended, but not really. But then I started thinking about it like, wait, why is it that I'm spicy? If I was another color, then I'd be, it'd be normal. Like no one calls a white girl a spicy white girl or you know what I mean? Like, it just, it, it doesn't happen. You never heard about it. If you, if you hear a white girl that talks like that and stands up for herself, it's like, wow, she's so powerful. But why is it that I can't be powerful? I'm just a spicy Latina. It's so crappy that being a spicy Latina has become a thing. Like, that's what people, like, I don't think it's a compliment. So if you ever call someone a spicy Latina, I mean, if, if you want to own up to being a spicy Latina, that is up to you. But I myself... If someone calls me a spicy Latina, I get offended now. After all the research that I did and just thinking about how it is demeaning and it's pretty racist to call someone a spicy Latina. I am not defined by being Latina. I am defined by the person that I am. I am Latina and I'm a very proud Latina, but that doesn't make me spicy. I'm not a fucking hot sauce. And honestly, this has been happening to me lately like I said I've been on the dating apps and if I match with someone that's non-latino non-hispanic right away ooh, I like me a spicy latina and I'm just like what what is a spicy latina and when I start asking guys that like they just unmatch me it's disappointing that in the media we see this so often because that's what these latina women that are actresses and nothing against them but most of the time they do get hired to do this a spicy latina character with an attitude that has a thick accent like we're not all like that and after doing a lot of research i realized that there's not a lot of representation for us um non-spicy latinas <laughs> but we're more than that we're way more than that we are achieving a lot and this first gen we're just changing things around here. And the more digging that I did into reading articles about why people call Latina spicy, I realized that it's a microaggression. And I remember somebody on TikTok had uh, commented one of my videos and said, hey, you should do an episode on microaggressions. And I have heard these terms before, but I was not very educated in them. So I did find a definition of a microaggression. A microaggression is a statement, action, or incident regarded as instance of indirect, subtle, or unintentional discrimination against members of a marginalized group such as 
a racial or ethnic minority? And one question that I always get, and I never thought it was a microaggression, but when people ask me, where are you from? My initial, when people say, where am I from? I'm like, oh, California. And they're like, no, but where are you from? I'm like, I live in the Inland Empire. And they're like, no, no, but where are you from? Like, where are your parents from? And I'm like, oh, um, my parents were born in Mexico and they lived here most of their life. Oh, okay, so so you're Mexican. Yes, but I'm Mexican-American. And so when someone asks you where you're from and they don't literally, they keep asking where are you from, they're basically inferring that you probably are undocumented or you're not from here. You're definitely not from the United States. And I didn't know that this was a microaggression until I read about it. A huge one that I never thought about that I never knew it was a microaggression. I always thought it was freaking rude. But if you go like, let's say you're at a restaurant and then you get someone that's non-Hispanic to help you and they're like, hola, como esta? Like they just assume that I speak Spanish. And although I do, it upsets me when people just assume because I do have family members that don't speak Spanish and that's fine. But you can't assume that someone speaks Spanish just because of the way they look. And I myself have been guilty of that. I have been guilty. I'm not going to lie. I just assume people speak Spanish. But I am learning and I will be better. But I hate when people do that to me. Like, hola, como esta? Like, they try to practice their Spanish on me. Or they say, like, oh, you're Mexican? I bet you love tequila. Like, yeah, I do, but that doesn't define me. <laughs> no, but it, it is a microaggression. Like, why? Um, also, when people say, oh, you're Mexican? But you're not like the Mexican Mexicans. And I'm like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to come in botas to work and a tejana? I don't know. Like, should I play banda as I'm driving in? Sometimes I do, but what makes you a Mexican Mexican? I don't think people realize when they make comments like that. And I also, another one, another one that I could think at the top of my head is, oh, you're Mexican? You probably have a huge family. Like, you probably have, like, a lot of cousins, a lot of uncles. And I'm like, um, technically I do, but not really. Like, not what you're thinking. Or, like, if I say, oh, for the holidays, I'm going to host. Oh, my God, you're going to host all your family? I'm like, it's literally 12 of us. Like, it's not that many. But you're Mexican, right? Uh, yeah, so what does that mean? And my favorite one that really, really, really gets to me is did your parents come here illegally and i'm like what like i mean they did but why why you assume what if like i think about it like if i have children are they gonna ask are people gonna ask my children did your mom come here illegally and then they're gonna say uh no she's a u.s citizen she was born here oh well did your grandparents come here illegally like when does it end I myself have gotten confused for working somewhere by a person, a white person many, many times. Like, oh, do you work here? Like, why? Just because I'm Hispanic at a Hispanic store? Like, I, I think it was like a grocery store and a lady's like, oh, do you work here? Can you tell me where? I'm like, I don't work here. Why do you think I work here? Just because I'm Hispanic? 
And it catches me off guard, but I think we do need to call these people out when they do. And it's so crazy how many microaggressions there is. Like, I don't have a list, but I could think of a lot of things. Like, if I tell someone where my brother works, oh, wow, you're, wow, how did he do that? Or if I tell someone, oh, my uncle is an operations manager for this. Oh, was he born here? And it's, it's crazy how people could be so offensive with their comments. And I don't think they realize they are being, but we are Latinos and we can do anything that we put our mind to. And our color doesn't define us. Our heritage doesn't define us. We are very proud Latinos, but I think that people need to realize that sometimes they're being a little racist and it might not be directly, but the comments that they make and now recording this episode made me think of so many other times that I've experienced microaggression. So let's do it together and educate people on why what they say can be rude and just degrading and disrespectful. Another thing I wanted to share in the beginning of the podcast, but I completely forgot, is something that happened to me this week that made me proud for the little old Melina. Um, I was explaining something to a male, and he just cut me off in the middle of my sentence. I wasn't done speaking, and for some reason, it just made me really angry, and I was like, are you going to let me finish, or should I let you finish first? The look on this man's face he was too stunned to speak and I was so proud of myself for standing up for myself because the old me would have stayed quiet and just let him finish but I think that people underestimate me because I'm younger and because they're just jerks (laughs) but I was so proud of myself and I wanted to share that small victory I know it probably is lame but for me it was a meaningful moment and I made a TikTok about it and a lot of people related to it. Oh my god, as I was recording this, I thought to myself, why don't I start my own spicy Latina hot sauce? And that way it'd be like an inside joke. Wouldn't that be cool? (laughs) Anyways, I hope you guys have a great week and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, Follow me at Unbreakable Latina on Instagram and also on TikTok. Bye.